slick shaking that thing that a mama gave it thumping like a drum major even supermodels and i'm the one that's taking a home nigga that popping later hot like a radiator dance floor vibrator jump back when a hip snap like an alligator thumping like a drum major even supermodels and i'm the one that's taking a home nigga that popping later Steel and stilettos, orange peel on Moretto Sex appeal, feel ballroom to the ghetto Rose petal, yeah, but as sharp as the thorns Queen John with the crown, she was born to perform Kinky like Pinky and she do films too Hustle in the blood with a high Good evening and welcome to Royal Fetish Radio I am your host, Jack Setting Jasmine And with you as always, it's me, King Noir What's good? Hey, King How are you doing today? I am doing well and I am super excited. Did you hear the intro to our show tonight? I've been hearing it for a minute. <laughs> uh, I have I hear it in my sleep. I've been working on that song for for a while and I'm I'm glad to finally bring it to the people and and we've been performing it all over the world. Yeah. So it's just like finally they get to get their own copy of it. I am so excited. It's the um you know, perfect song for me for many reasons. And I am also happy that everyone not only gets to get their own copy, but they also get to see the video. Oh, the video is, is extra fire. It's yeah. actually, um, some people have seen the aftermath of the video already in, in a scene that you directed, Red Light Special, oh, with, yeah. with the Maya Gates that we shot in the same location right after we shot the music video. But the music video for Radiator, Steel and Stilettos, in case you ain't know, the song is is my love song that I wrote to you, in case you didn't know. The, the oh, listeners, I know. They knew, the listeners might have known already, but you ain't know. Oh, but, I knew. <laughs> um, and it's kind of like uh, when you find that person that fits your kink, you have to honor and praise them. And that's what it is all about, honoring and praising you. And it is produced and featuring self Paul on the chorus. The video was directed by Zeno and Raj Flo. So, you know, a lot of very talented people put work into it. And it stars you and I mm -hmm. showing how our everyday life and our kink life come together. Well, came together before this baby. Yeah. Well, I definitely <laughs> feel honored and uh, honored and praised. So publicly, I thank you for that. And thank you for creating wonderful art with your your love for me. Oh, shit. All right. What are we talking about tonight? <laughs> well, <laughs> today, well, we got to update them on something because I, I definitely want to send a big thank you and, and shout out to all our fans that went out there and voted for us for you know fetcon 2018 oh my we goodness. walked away with the uh best short film yes for sacred sex uh another jet setting jasmine directed scene i'm kind of good with this directed stuff yeah yo, you, you're <laughs> killing it right now i might have a thing I think you do, and I, I think I can't wait to see more. We there's some more scenes that you've either creatively directed or actually directed that we have coming out. But but the one sacred sex, it, it stands out so much to me because it's our pregnancy shoot, and you were like, I want to show positions that pregnant women can do, and not only be pleased but be comfortable. 
and feel mm-hmm. sexy and know that their beauty their beauty is is something to be praised. This is this is a praise show. It is. So it's a praise, <laughs> a praise show right here. You know <laughs> we go on we yo, hey, the Church of Kink, let's do it. Royal <laughs> fetish is is like Mount Olive Abyssinian is clapping in here. So, so can I can I tell the <laughs> listeners what inspired um like how that scene came together? Sure. Okay, cool. So I mean, obviously, well maybe not obviously, but of course, pregnancy sex is a fetish. And of course, Key and I were not going to miss an opportunity to showcase our style of um, of pregnancy sex while we had the chance. So um, I think I was about seven or eight months pregnant. And, um, and we decided like, you know, I was showing enough and finally not sick and comfortable enough to perform. And um, we had a great time. So that that is just kind of like the straightforward. But leading up to that, I had been watching so many videos or clips, porn clips that are so out of my normal genre, um, my normal preference. One of them being pregnancy gangbangs. Wow. <laughs> and so, you know that gangbangs just aren't my thing. Like, cool for everyone that's participating in them, especially if they are, you know, consensual and, you know, all that good stuff. But um, it's just not my thing. But for whatever reason, um, that was just, like, I was just so drawn to them. And the pregnancy ones, I was just thinking, like, as I was watching them, it's like the men in the scenes, it, it was just like, I don't know. They were like dogs. (laughs) And and it was just like almost like they were just racing to just get inside of some some pregnant woman. Like just I mean, there was no chemistry, no connection. She looks um, the one that I like kind of keep picturing. The woman looks so uncomfortable. Um, She looked like my rent is due. I got to do this. And, you know, and that may have been the case. And, that, and hey, that's okay. Make your money however you have to. But I just wanted something else out there for, um, you know, people who are coupled or maybe even not coupled. I mean, just women that are pregnant and still want to see themselves or be able to um, relate to themselves on screen, just like a lot of our work. And so, yeah, thanks to all of the trashy pregnant gangbangs that are out there, we created something beautiful and something that was award-winning yet again. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder if that's the first time anyone has ever thanked uh, pregnancy trashy gangbang when accepting an award. Well, that's why I chose not to speak at FETCON when we accepted the award. If you notice, I... (laughs) let you do all the talking because I could only be honest and, and really it was a trashy gangbang that that made me feel like oh we got to fill this gap <laughs> filled it was filled so, so that all leads yeah. to what mm-hmm. what our topic is for tonight which is your postpartum party yes so I'm sure people are like what is that PPP <laughs> so Everybody, when you when they think of postpartum, um, if they even think about about it at all, generally think of like postpartum depression. And um, 
So, I mean, I, I definitely want to talk about that, that too. But um, I decided, you know, to kind of celebrate this, this portion of, um, of my life. It's not just like a time and space. It really is a part of my life where I've uh, given birth to another human. And I've had lots of changes physically, emotionally, spiritually, mentally um, and over the course of now what would be now what will be a year, you know, going into here from conception to postpartum. Mm. And I just want to talk about it and have conversations with other women and supportive men that want to hear about it or want to share their stories. Um, and we've done a lot of talking about kind of like, you know, our experience being pregnant and even our birthing experience and how, you know, fulfilled we are being new parents again to Mr. Majesty. <laughs> he's a Mr. Uh, now? <laughs> yes, since you've been gone, he's the man of the house. <laughs> 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 things change very quickly in the life of babes <laughs> yeah he's like already getting put to work he's grown yeah um but you know there there is this space that i think women occupy and kind of occupied in isolation and i really wanted to um just you know take some time to talk to our listeners about about that space and i've been working with a lot of clients actually it's kind of funny how something is on your mind things just kind of like naturally they just seem to gravitate towards you and i've been having a lot of um calls or calls with my clients about um their experiences with not feeling themselves after giving birth and we're talking about women who've had children like you know like five years ago or um today I, I spoke with a woman that had like an 11 month old and a five year old and a nine year old. And she just doesn't feel herself. And her husband is so perplexed by this. So we actually got into a conversation about that postpartum party. So what are your thoughts on the topic? Having a child for whether, whether it's, um, whether you're the father or the mother, there's so much anticipation and so much worry that you have. There's so much, elation that you have that is it's kind of like you're you're riding this roller coaster of emotion mm-hmm. and not and you know once the baby is born obviously you have a million things to do you know people aren't throwing you parties after the baby is born you know what i'm saying like they have the baby showers and then everybody's so happy when the baby's born and this that and the other but then once you know once life gets back into its its new groove you know, I think some people definitely kind of plateau a little bit that, and some and some people and, and I think some people fall below what their normal plateau is, you know, and that's mm-hmm. when it, it leads to a certain amount of depression. And I, I think that it's it's one of those events in your life, you know, like uh, it's such a milestone event, like, you know, graduating college, getting married, mm-hmm. but this all the all these things and then this also now involves another life that you are responsible for Mm -hmm. every waking moment of the day Mm -hmm. that you know some people there's anxiety that's attached to it there's all of these different emotions that now you're not only having your own anxiety especially for new parents you know it's not just something happens like yeah i graduate college now what do i do in this world by myself Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yes i just had this baby now what do i do from 
my child, my partner, you know, how is this all going to work moving forward? So I think people do hit like a wall of anxiety or depression or all these things that people don't really speak about or Mm -hmm. take the opportunity to try and work through. Well, you are definitely reading right out of my therapy books because I read all of them shits. Right yeah, before, so. I you're, <laughs> you you really nailed it. You're right. Um, I think a lot of times people are looking for kind of this like um, you know with your postpartum you're going to reject your baby, and that's not always the case. A lot of times, like exactly what you said, it looks like um, in, like an anxiety disorder or. Um, having panic attacks or being really obsessive. So some of the kind of um, classic mental health issues can show up. And the part that can get really confusing is that um, it doesn't always show up in, as soon as the baby is born. It can take six weeks. It can take really up to a year. Um, and, you know, I think about like, I've been very fortunate to have a great amount of support. Like our family and friends have been tremendous um, in supporting us. And I've also been fortunate, the kind of work that we do, it's it's hard, you know, in terms of traveling and um, it is demanding, but I'm still able to be at home. So I don't have to be separated from the baby, you know, so there's um, those things, but there are a lot of women that don't have those benefits. And, you know, it's just like anything else, something major happens and you just like, go, 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 go. And then, like you said, you hit a wall. Um, And that's why we can sometimes see women, you know, really showing these signs a year out. And then by a year, the thing that's really interesting is that what happens in a year, everybody's then celebrating the baby again, turning a year old. Right. So, um, you know, it's, it can be, it can be a cycle. So, um, and, you know, I don't want to just want us to just focus so much on the depression part. There are, there are other things that come um, through postpartum that, um, that are not always positive, but it's kind of like, I guess for me, what I'm, what I've been thinking about is what is this journey about? Like, what is this new, new me, so to speak? So like, on a spiritual realm, um, there is, and something that I, I believe in, my family believes in, um, that you kind of birth a new, the woman gives birth to herself again with each child. Um, nice. So, you know, for those of you that are kind of like, what is this hippie star talking shit? Um, <laughs> it's all good. Everybody's entitled to their their own belief system. But for me, you know, you're, you're bringing life and there are certain things that you have to do away with and you test your strength. Um, you sacrifice a great deal to bring this life into the world. And I'm not just talking about the labor and delivery. I'm talking about from um, making, you know, making the decision to live, you know, to live a certain way to make sure that you're able to bring this life forward. And, um, so a lot of things obviously shift hormonally, physically, mentally, and I also believe spiritually. So on this, like, you know, the baby's here now and who who am I now? You know, I definitely, as a mother of now three, a mother of a boy, um, a partner to you, having so many different changes in the dynamics of um, 
of my personal life, even professionally, all of these things have changed. I, I'm it's so excited to be spending this time with, with our son, but it's also very isolating, you know, not to be able to jump up and go to a friend's house or, you know, go out. Yeah. Um, so you spend a lot of time being a little bit more introspective than you would having not had um, had a child. So, you know, I, I'm also trying to kind of get in touch with, you know, what, how is this, this particular birth, how is it changing me? Um, and the struggle is fighting for who, like fighting and struggling to be back to normal. And so I'm trying to recognize like, no, 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 no jazz. There's a new normal. Um, and not thinking like, oh, in a week I'll get my, you know, I'll be back to normal. I'll feel, um, I'll feel like I felt before. I will be motivated by the same things. The same things will excite me. Um, I'll have my body back in a couple more weeks. Like all of those, those things. It's like I, I'm trying not to have that struggle and just kind of accept what's going to be a new normal and really kind of create like what do we want our family to look like, to feel like, to operate like now that we have this new addition. So that's kind of where um where I am and that's the part of the postpartum party the party is like this is cool like you get to re you know you kind of get to reinvent your family system you get to reinvent yourself to you know to an extent obviously um and so what do I want that to look like in a positive way I can do that I think <clears throat> excuse me I think that for a lot of uh men, they don't realize that there are postpartum effects on men as well. Mm -hmm. You know, there's definitely, you know, from talking to other fathers who are just like, my whole world got real when I had a, had a baby. What is that you know? like? Yeah. Um, for, for people that I've spoken to who might have been like, let's say they were like party, party guys or something like that. And then they were like, ah, Partying was less important to me. Mm -hmm. Going out was less important to me. Um, I know for myself, like I was, I was just saying to somebody recently, like I, everything that the baby does is so fascinating to me, and I know that that's like parent talk, you know. But mm -hmm. I'm okay with that. Mm -hmm. You know, there's there's that certain part where you're just like, oh my god, like he's so amazing. And then you'd be like thinking to yourself, like, well, right now all he does is eat, sleep, and shit. But he's it's really, amazing. really amazing at that shit. Like, <laughs> he'd be going in. He'd be going in. Mm -hmm. So, you know, like, th those kind of aspects of it. Or, you know, some some people get, they get the, like I, like I said before, that anxiety of where it's like, I need to provide now. Mm -hmm. Not if they, you know, not to say that people weren't providing before, but now, you know, it's not. I got to make sure I eat today. Now it's got to right. make sure we all eat, you know what I mean? Right. Or, you know, the, the anxiety that you might have in regards to right, health, you know, like mm -hmm. for me, I've, I've never been uh, around infants like that. So, you know, if he sneezes or if he cough, it's not like with the older kids, it could be like, oh, my, my throat hurts, my stomach hurts, I have a headache mm -hmm. or something. You're like, what the hell is wrong with him and how do I fix it? <laughs> mm -hmm. You know, so there's like a certain 
amount of anxiety with that. And, you know, as you grow with your child, you get to learn, okay, well, when he's crying like this, he needs this. When he's crying like that, he needs this, you know? So it, it starts to be something that you, you understand more. But I think overall, there are certain effects that men do go through that it's not really discussed at all. Mm-hmm. No. You know, and it's it's something I'm I'm very interested in. Like, definitely, uh, please leave in the comments, both uh, fathers and mothers, mm-hmm. even uh, godparents and brothers and sisters. Like, what kind of effects did you guys go through when the newborn came? You know, I think it'd be really interesting to read some of those over. Yeah, definitely. I, I love the you know, the idea of sharing um, each other's experiences because we're all at different, you know, at different stages of parenting or just having a different experience with with each child. Um, I really like what you said about like, you know, growing with your child that just made me, um, it made me think about, and I used to say this really even before we got pregnant, like it's so exciting to see a child um, discover the world all over again. And, um, and I, I think, you know, one of the things is that having a, a new life is that you, you start to question a lot of your own values. Um, you start to look at the world from a different, a different lens. Um, and I think that is part of the, like, you know, the shifting of, of who you are as a, as a mother. And I definitely, you know, of course, hearing you as a father as well. So, um, you know, and, and that can, that's a good thing, but good things can also provide anxiety. Um, and, you know, sometimes it comes out in different ways. So not being able to sleep well um, on top of just the regular baby stuff that, that you have to do all through the night. Um, maybe being a little bit, you know, frustrated. That's all the ways that anxiety normally shows up um, in a person. And I think those are the type of things that can test one's relationship. So, you know, for those that are listening and um, maybe thinking like, oh, ever since we've had the baby, um, we haven't, you know, connected or we're not communicating as well as we used to, or something is different. We're happy to have the baby, but something is different. This is um, one of the things I just would really like you to consider is that you may be dealing with um, some postpartum anxiety, um, uncertainty, or just feeling overwhelmed, uh, both husband, man and woman, or you know whoever part- the partners are um, that are challenging your relationship. So it's worth considering and just maybe taking some time and, and talking about it. So um, I wanted to share, you know, we talked about pretty much the mind and, and um, a bit of, about the spiritual aspect, but the body. So, yeah. So there's this mom bod and dad bod business. <laughs> Would you say that you had any issues with a dad bod? I'll let you answer. <laughs> uh for for my own for my own uh, perspective, yeah, for sure. I mean, I I was not getting the rest or the exercise or or eating as I like, so I wasn't, and I'm still working to get back to my what I call my fighting shape. 
fighting shape. Okay. Okay. So it's a thing, guys um, and ladies. I mean, it's hard. I think um, I almost like roll my eyes every time you you know say that or make reference to it, but I really shouldn't. I, you know, you're right. Like for almost a year, a year now, our lifestyle has been different in some way, and it is about your perception of your body, not what other people think. Yeah, I mean, the goals that you set for yourself and how you how you want to reach it, you know. Mm-hmm. So for um, for me, I am definitely going um, going through the motions around um, around how I feel physically, and I am probably. You know, I know this stuff. I know how much the baby weight and the placenta weight and all this stuff and how, what you know, you retain fluids and how much fat you need on you to breastfeed. I get it. Like, I know. I know exactly why my stomach is not, um, is not flat. And I also know that it wasn't flat before the baby either. So <laughs> I think there's some being being totally real with myself. I get it. But it doesn't, it still doesn't change um, the way that I feel about myself. So um, we were, I'll give an example. And, um, and I shared this with you when we were on the airplane and I needed to go to the bathroom. And you were like, go now. Like, now's a good time to go. The, the, the flight attendant was like making her rounds. And it really, it was a perfect time to get up and go. There was no one in the bathroom. And in my mind, for like the first time in, in, in my life, I was like, oh my gosh, like I'm going to have to say, like, not I'm going to have to say excuse me, because I would say excuse me naturally anyways, but like, I, I'm going to have a hard time getting around her. And I know, you know, like looking back at the situation, like I, there was no problem with the both of us fitting through the aisle, but I was not comfortable in my body. I was like, I am bigger than really I've ever, than I've ever been in my whole life. And mm. there may be people that are listening and are like, yeah, but it's not that bad. Or like they say to me, you look good for just having a baby. Like, ew, what is that even? <laughs> it's like, you're pretty for a black girl. <laughs> yeah, one of those. You know, and I, I know for the most part, people mean well, but it does, it just reminds me that like, you still look like you just had a baby, but and you know it's not so bad. Um, so, anyways, up as a part of this party, this postpartum party, I'm like, how can I celebrate this? How can I like bring more women into the fold? How can I face what I'm feeling head on? And um, we decided that you, uh, me, Mr. Majesty, <laughs> we decided that we were going to do a family photo shoot with a lot of the emphasis being on me um, with Gray Johnson, who has this project called The Nude Project. And um, for those of you who are listening, you can see, you can actually see it, um, the pictures on, the, on jsjlinks.com. Um, so it's on a separate website, jsjlinks.com. And, you know, I talked with him for a while prior to the shoot and really grappled with like, am I, do I really want to show what I look like? And 
um, you know, I decided like, yeah, let me do it because there are these like artificial, uh, I don't know. Well, let me just say there's, there's a lot of, um, people who like come back on the scene, like within like three weeks and they look perfect, like, you know, like they look better than before they had the baby. And that's just not the case for most people. I mean, it was the case for me when I had a baby when I was 20, Uh you know, (laughs) but I'm, you know, 38 now, like metabolism has slowed down. Life has kicked in. Um, And also I'm healthier now. So I'm not, you know, having issues with eating properly. In fact, you know, we eat pretty well around here. So, (laughs) (laughs) um, and so I really, you know, wanted to, to show that it's like, I almost felt like I wish I could show this through someone else's body. And that just made me feel like this is more of a reason why you need to do it. Uh So, um, yeah, I'm all exposed. Check them out at jsjlinks.com and maybe um, you'll feel better about, you know, looking good just for giving, (laughs) just after giving birth. But I mean, for me, it was really about just, you know, exposing what, what, a real mom bod looks like, or at least what real for me looks like and um, giving myself time to heal. And um, I did it with no makeup, no filters, no touch-ups to the film um, and no clothes. And it actually felt pretty liberating. So, yeah. Yeah, I think it was a great shoot to be involved in. It was us in our natural state mm-hmm. with the result of our love for one another pretty raw in so many ways yes, yes. <laughs> i yeah i even skipped the makeup because you know you're kind of like it's it's tiring being um being responsible for a newborn and and also, you know, we have older children, we have a business to run. Um, so yeah, I definitely get the dark circles under my eyes and that's part of it. it it's definitely part of it. And some of the pictures we've shared online and the comments have been really, really positive and super, um, really sweet, really nice and kind of helps take some of that, you know, those um, feelings that that I have that are kind of like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm allowing myself to, you know, go out the house with no makeup on. That type of vulnerable feeling. I don't know. Maybe that's like you going out the house without a hat or your sunglasses <laughs> or something. <laughs> yeah. I don't. I don't wear the sunglasses at night, so you know, I'm I'm growing up. <laughs> Aren't we all? But. You know, so this is uh, my postpartum party, the fourth trimester, really giving myself the time and the self-love in the next three months. Um, And of course, I plan to continue. But for me, I think that this is really some sacred time. And um, although we have been sharing a great deal of it with the public um, through our work and um, also having lots uh, lots of friends and family over. Um, For me, the way that I seem to do best is by being more of an extrovert about what I'm going through, uh, because uh, I can can definitely feel that um, the opposite end of that would be isolating and and experiencing some more of the negative sides of postpartum. 
and uh, it's important that that I don't go in that direction. So you all will be hearing more about my postpartum party um, and my, our postpartum project, whatever you want to call it, as uh, these next couple of months go, go by. So please continue to watch King and I on our social media. If you are here for it, um, we're certainly here to share it with you. So then there's no party? I thought you was going to say that there was like a party at the end of this. <laughs> we wanted everybody to come out and there was going to be all types of different cake. cake there will not cake, be cake, cake, cake at my postpartum party. <laughs> <laughs> I think um, the party for me probably will be when I am like ready to shoot a new scene and like I am into whatever this this new like this new layer of Jasmine is all about. So stay tuned. I, I'm I'm discovering it for myself. I think it might be crazy. It might be a pregnant gangbang. <laughs> Maybe I'll direct one. Oh, I was gonna say you gotta get pregnant again just to shoot your scene. <laughs> mm, I think I might direct <laughs> one. You know, okay. um, yeah, something like that. I don't know. I, I'm not sure what what that party is gonna look like, but um. You'll be first to know, that's for sure. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> Sounds good. Well, I'm ready to wrap up for the night because I'm tired, King. <laughs> <laughs> well, that works. Thank y'all all for listening in. Make sure you go out there and get Radiated, the first single <laughs> off of the Royal Fetish Experience Project. And Where can I find it? You can find it on iTunes, Spotify, Pandora, Google Play. I don't know wherever else you. Yeah. yeah, all that stuff. It's it's everywhere. So, you know, leave a comment, rate it, add it to your playlist, and get busy to that shit. Watch the video on YouTube. Oh hell yeah, do that too. So thank y'all very much for tuning in. This is a renaissance for the auto making love Royal Fetish Radio. Mm-hmm.